As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey everyone, it's Shirley, and you're listening to Yep, That Happened, the podcast where we talk about what everyone else is talking about, but with nuance. So what are we going to talk about today? There's a growing number of content creators leaving the natural hair community. Now, if you don't know what the natural hair community is, it's a community mainly on social media born out of the natural hair movement. Now, this movement isn't new. In fact, the natural hair movement stretches back all the way to the 1960s and 70s during the Black Power movement when Black Power activists like Angela Davis wore afros as an act of resistance towards white American beauty standards. This encouraged black people to embrace their natural hair and to love their blackness. The natural hair movement sort of died down starting in the late 1970s and into the 80s and 90s due to the social pressure to assimilate to straight hair and other Eurocentric beauty standards, coupled with the growing number of ads featuring black women donning pressed and permed hair. More black women began to straighten their hair using relaxers and hot combs and would wear this style at work and school and other public spaces. In the 2000s, specifically 2010s, there was a resurgence of the natural hair community on social media, mainly on YouTube. This has empowered many black women to ditch the relaxers and hot combs and embark on a natural hair journey in which they chop off their chemically straightened hair, discover what the curl patterns are, learn about their hair porosity and hair density, try different hair products that work best for their hair texture, practice different techniques for achieving certain hairstyles, etc. So I would say that this second natural hair movement has definitely helped normalize natural hair in the media and in real life. 
Now, there is still hair discrimination against black people that goes on today. And I don't want people to think that the natural hair movement has completely eradicated hair discrimination or solved all our problems regarding people's issues with natural hair, because it definitely has not. But we have made progress, and I want to acknowledge that. So why then are content creators leaving the natural hair community? Well, I've seen videos from three YouTubers in the natural hair community. Uh, their names are Nappy Headed Jojoba, Avani with a V, and I Know Lee. Shout out to these women for sharing their perspectives and experiences. They made some really great points, and also shout out to them for their contributions to the natural hair community. I'll leave links to their videos in the show notes. In these videos, the women discuss why they have decided to remove themselves from the community. To summarize, they have left the community for these reasons. One, natural hair content creators felt that they could no longer provide something of value to their audience. How many more of the same hair tutorials can they show their viewers? They felt that by now, viewers already have an idea on how to do twist outs, bantu knots, braid outs, etc. Two, little return on investment given the large number of time and effort it took to make hair content. AdSense wasn't working in their favor, so they weren't making much money, and the algorithm played a factor in deciding who was being pushed further up in the search rankings. 3. Viewers were watching content creators with hair they wish they had, not hair they actually have. I am guilty of doing this, which is why I don't really watch hair content anymore. According to these women, they said that more often than not, People with type 4 hair, which is more coily hair, would watch creators with type 3 hair, which is looser, curly hair. You would see more women with longer, thicker type 3 hair in ads, TV shows, movies, but you don't see women with type 4 hair anywhere other than in real life. Listen, we can't talk about natural hair without talking about colorism, because colorism definitely comes into play in the topic of natural hair. Even though skin tone and hair type are mutually exclusive, meaning you can have dark skin with naturally wavy hair and you could be white and have coily hair, we still favor a certain aesthetic and that is mixed race slash ethnically ambiguous slash light-skinned black women with type 3 hair. I see that collectively Black people put this aesthetic on a pedestal, and it shows in the number of likes and views Black women with this aesthetic receive, as well as the representation they get on mainstream media. They are generally more accepted, represented, and embraced than those who are unambiguously Black with type 4 hair. This is not to deny mixed-race Black people of their Blackness, but when they enter Black spaces, they tend to occupy the entire space. When it comes time to hire someone to play a black female character on TV shows and in movies, it is often given to a mixed-race or light-skinned black woman. When mixed-race and light-skinned black women are chosen to represent black women, especially in media, 
It comes at the expense of dark-skinned black women, whether they intend for it to or not. Mixed-race black women cannot represent black women because their experiences are not the same. They're just not. And no, dark-skinned black women are not bitter, jealous, or rude for pointing that out because it's the truth. This is a whole other topic that I can get into, but for now, let's go back to this tendency to consume content uh, with people who don't have the same hair texture as them. It's not just mainstream media feeding us images of mixed-race women with type 3 hair. These former natural hair content creators that I watched said that Black people are seeking out their content, and by there I mean the ethnically ambiguous Black people with the type 3 hair. They're seeking them out on YouTube and Instagram mainly. Content that features mixed-race slash ethnically ambiguous slash light-skinned black women with type 3 hair have more visibility than dark-skinned black women with type 4 hair. There may be a couple of exceptions, but this is true in most cases. And it's safe to say that if you are black and you are regularly watching videos of natural hair content creators who have hair you want but don't have, you might want to ask yourself why you are consuming this content because self-hatred and internalized anti-blackness may be the root cause of it. In fact, these two things are a major problem in the black community, both on an individual level and collectively. This is not exclusive to the black community either. Now, going back to the reasons more content creators are walking away from the natural hair community, we have... The fourth reason, consumerism slash entertainment. So essentially, when it comes to YouTube, entertaining content is more valued than educational content. People are more interested in seeing how new products perform on natural hair than watching a video on how to take care of their natural hair. Trends like content creators testing crazy products and gadgets on their hair to see if they were effective gained more views than videos on hair care. These particular natural hair YouTubers did not want to participate in that trend because they did not want to risk damaging their hair for clicks, views, and money, and I don't blame them. So what started off as a fun, empowering, inclusive space where black people with type 4 hair were being seen for the first time in a long time, or ever, has now become a space that's contributing to their erasure. Now, this is not to say that all people with loose curls, specifically mixed race black people, are coming to this space to intentionally erase people with type 4 hair and to make money. Most of them are trying to make money, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's important to recognize that they are being hailed as the new standard of beauty that black people should try to attain based on the huge visibility they have compared to dark-skinned black people and or people with a coily textured hair. While they receive their representation, dark-skinned black people and or people with type 4 hair are being shut out. Now, there are some mixed-race black people and or people with looser curly hair who have used their platform to elevate unambiguous black people and or people with type 4 hair, which is great. 
it would be nice if more people who have looser curly hair and or are mixed race use their privilege to help in that way. But sadly, many don't. Here are my thoughts on the natural hair community and its downfall. The natural hair community is just one example of how an opportunity for inclusivity is sequestered because a social hierarchy is established later on during the rise of a particular platform, a movement, or a community. Take Instagram, for example. It started out as this fun app to share photos with people. There was no pressure to look a certain way. As Instagram grew into this giant advertising platform, suddenly people aren't just posting photos of themselves for fun. They're posting photos of themselves to sell for brands. They're commodifying themselves. And during its rise, more and more people were joining Instagram to share photos and connect with people. And then the number of followers became a big deal. Number of likes started to matter. All because brands were looking for people who had a massive following on social media so that they can reach more people when selling their products or services. Instagram could have been an inclusive space for all body types and skin tones. But guess who received more clicks and brand deals? Non-black women with the Instabody. If you don't know what an Instabody is, it's a body type that includes a super slim waist, wide hips, and a huge butt. Most people give credit to Kim Kardashian and Kylie Jenner for popularizing it. I don't. I'm not going to give them credit for commodifying their fake bodies while black women who naturally have wide hips and big butts are not paid anything and are seen as undesirable. Now, why is the Insta body problematic? Number one. Nobody naturally has a super slim waist, exaggerated hips, and behind to the point where your thighs barely touch. Typically, people with big hips and a huge behind have thighs that touch. Since this body type is what often shows up in your Instagram feed and what has received more likes and more brand deals, you may start to fall into the pressure of achieving this body type. But that's a whole other topic for a whole other day. Number two, seeing mostly non-black women with Insta bodies hogging up the Instagram feed contributes to black erasure. We have seen non-black women with Insta bodies getting more sponsorships and visibility in media and social media. I just mentioned two of them, but black women's bodies who naturally resemble this are not accepted. So the fact that non-black women with these features are getting more brand deals and visibility shows you how these hierarchies derail any sort of social progress. In this case, body inclusivity. This is just a part of capitalism. Under capitalism, these hierarchies elevate people at the expense of others. In turn, people are excluded while being sold this idea that they're not enough And the only way to make up for what they're lacking is to buy into this. Now onto our segment, worth our time or waste of time. What's worth our time? Colorism. Let me clarify and say I'm referring to what's worth talking about. So colorism. That ties neatly to the topic we just finished discussing. 
I'm thinking of doing an episode on colorism very soon because it's damaging and pervasive in all cultures and communities, not just in the Black American community. As someone who identifies as Black, Hispanic, Afro-Latina, and Dominican, and yes, I can be all those things, and as a person who is of a lighter complexion, think Zendaya, I feel like it's time for me to share my thoughts about this as well as my experience. What's a waste of time? The 2020 presidential debate. This might be an unpopular opinion, but I don't think I would gain anything of value from watching the debates. I already know who I'm voting for. I really don't need any more information on where they stand on issues because right now I feel like this country is hanging on by a thread. And I'm going to vote for the person who is going to pull us out of this hellhole, even if it's a half an inch up. I feel like Donald Trump will either keep us hanging on the thread or cut the thread himself. So there's no need for me to tune into the debate. My mind's already made up. So now it's time for the peak of the week. This week's peak of the week goes to uncured turkey bacon. I made burgers for dinner last week that were really good, but they were even better because I topped them with bacon. Now this bacon was turkey bacon, so it's a little more lean and it is uncured, which means it has been cured with natural nitrites, like those found in celery, not the synthetically sourced kind found in regular bacon. If you don't know what nitrates are, or nitrites, excuse me, just know that they're linked to cancer and you shouldn't be eating it or eating it often. I'm not dragging regular bacon because it does taste amazing, but I'm not trying to die early either. So yes, I know uncured turkey bacon is still a process, so it's not really that healthy, but it's definitely a healthier alternative to regular pork bacon. So I'm happy I found a loophole to enjoying bacon. Okay, so that is it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, and now Apple Podcasts. Email me at yepthathappenedpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to submit a listener question for a future segment, share your thoughts about the episode, or just say hi, that's the best way to reach me. Tune in next week for another episode. And until then, stay safe, stay sane, stay informed, and I'll catch you all next week. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.